Minneapolis, Minnesota. I find it useful when I'm doing these online programs to make that conscious effort to sense, to imagine being here with others. And uh, it's a proper use of our imagination and uh, challenge our tendency in the mind to isolate and to feel apart, to feel separate. And for so many centuries, that community of people who have found real value in these teachings and bringing their heart to these teachings, reflecting upon them, integrating them, bringing them alive in their lives, then finding real value in terms of the de development of insight and learning how to bring these beautiful qualities such as kindness and clarity into the complexity of being a human being and being in relationship and all that it means to show up in our worlds. So as we settle in, we'll take a couple minutes and we'll do the three refuges and we chant these traditional, <clears throat> excuse me, Buddhist refuges uh, a little bit more slowly than is traditional, just so we can hear each other singing together. Of course, it's a different world when we're doing it online. You're just hearing my voice and your voice, hopefully, and just do your best and remember this Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, that we're taking refuge in, these three refuges, it's just Buddhist code for what we do in our practice. These awakening qualities, this capacity to be awake, connecting, being intimate with the way it is, Dhamma, Buddha, knowing Dhamma. When we have some, you know, when we're established in that Buddha, knowing Dhamma, have some continuity, then more and more in little and big ways, Sangha, this enlightened or awakened activity, this compassionate and wise activity, engagement, begins to manifest naturally. It's the natural um, arising out of Buddha knowing Dhamma, that capacity to be intimate, with what's moving in our hearts, what's moving around us and in us. And so it's just a nice thing to do with a group of folks that are dedicating, we're dedicating ourselves to studying these teachings and bringing them into life in our lives to do this sort of beautiful song together where we are singing about what we find really valuable in our lives. Buddha Dhamma Sangha. So let's begin the chant. Saranang Gacham 
tutiampi pudang saranang kachami tutiampi damang saranang kachami Dutiampi Sangang Saranang Gachami Tatiampi Budang Saranang Gachami Tatiampi Damang Saranang Gachami Tatiampi Sangang Saranang Gachami So settle into a comfortable posture, <clears throat> excuse me, for the meditation time. Feeling at home, coming home to the experience of the sitting body. Not afraid to feel whatever's here to feel now. And noticing any tendencies in your heart to want to begin the meditation. And notice that the quality of awareness is already here and now, even before you, in a sense, officially do anything to meditate, already isn't it true that mindful awareness is present? So notice the awareness, the mind recognizing that this is being known or recognizing what's being known. And this recognizing the present moment, it isn't conceptual, it doesn't depend on the mind naming the experience or describing what's happening to itself. Instead, it's just a very simple reflective knowing that this experience is being known now. That's all. This experience of the mind or body is being known now. And in this sense, awareness doesn't really care what the object is that's being known.
So again, we're not, we're specifically not trying to meditate now, just as a way of avoiding the old habits we all might have around meditation. And instead, we're just simply noticing the awareness that is here and now. So I made some changes to the internet here, and hopefully that will take care of any connectivity problems. In any case, we're just contemplating the very nature of awareness, this capacity to recognize that this is being known, that experience, different objects of experience are being known. And related to this contemplation is just to notice that being present, being mindfully aware, has a taste of freedom to it. There's something liberating, something releasing and recognizing that this is being known. It's like the burden of complexity and agendas fall away. So we're just sitting here, we're contemplating, noticing that this moment is being known and noticing at some point moments of distraction, the mind getting lost in thought. And when the mind is under the influence of liking or not liking some subtle or not so subtle drama, then notice the tension that arises, the squeeze of the heart that comes with distraction and attachment without judgment. And then notice in those moments when the mind is more simple 
the simplicity of what this is being now, and it's like this now. Notice the lightness, the absence of that squeeze on the heart, that tension in the mind. Probably more than anything, this subtle inner pleasure of mindfulness, continuity of present moment awareness, more than anything, this inner pleasure can help guide and develop our practice. Knowing that being, ple that being present is pleasant and being distracted, being caught up with the likes and dislikes is stressful. And this reality gets confirmed over and over again. So if we haven't learned that lesson, we can learn it now. The simple joy, taste of freedom that comes with the continuity of present moment awareness and the tightness and stress that comes when the mind is identified and caught up in different ways with its thoughts, its agendas, including any agenda around the practice, that too causes stress. And this accessing this inner barometer that mindfulness and the continuity of mindfulness feels good really helps us build momentum in our awakening practice. So when you need to start over, just start over with the question, well, what is mindful awareness now? Is there any mindful awareness? What is that experience? Can I notice more clearly in the moment this activity of mindful awareness? So I can notice that it's associated with this flavor of freedom, spaciousness, and that distraction is associated with tension. So that I learn how to build momentum So now let's continue in silence for the last 10 or 15 minutes.
Keep it really simple. Just recognizing mindful awareness or its absence and sense the freedom, the space that's there with the mindful awareness and the tension that's there without it.
And don't be surprised if this interest in building momentum is frustrating because the habit-based mind will presume that we need an agenda in order to make something happen. But instead, moment by moment, as best you can, get interested in the presence, the natural presence of awareness that's here and now already, uncontrived, already here. And in recognizing this mindful awareness, notice that it has a subtle taste of freedom. It feels right. It feels good. And when the mind gets seduced and caught up in some drama, little or big, always associated with some tightness, some stress, even if it's subtle. Even if there's excitement, there will be some tightness with the excitement. And just that is enough to build momentum, being curious over and over again about the presence of mindful awareness and noticing that it feels good, feels right in the direction of release.
and for the last minute, realizing that we always start over again here and now. We can actually never be far away. Even when we're lost in thought, it seems like we're a million miles away. But it's important to understand that we're not. That even that being lost in thought, fantasizing, even that is here and now. It's just not being recognized as something being known here and now. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.